Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com, with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. Hey, this podcast is brought to you by Wellbeing Brewing. Here's something really exciting. Non-alcoholic beer is chock full of polyphenols, and polyphenols help increase the microdiversity of bacteria in your gut. And when you have increased microdiversity of bacteria in your gut, you fight off all kinds of diseases, like cancer mm. and other big diseases like that. So wow. what I'm saying is non-alcoholic beer is really damn good for you and raises your well-being. That's I really thought. I really thought. I love that. Though. It That's took funny. a hard right at the end. The well, only fear. Yeah. Oh, hey, twist. Quick note. Quick note. Love the polyphenol. Uh, yeah. Well-being, yeah. but the racism. Talk to us about the racism, yeah. Jeff. Can we unpack right. that for a second? Um, all right. Are we, we're recording though. Yeah. yeah. So on that tip. Yes. While this is this is you know we're we're, we're yeah. all friends here. Yeah. This yeah, is all man. about well being. Yeah. This is yeah. about yeah, if any of you listened to the last episode, which you haven't, because despite recording two before we went off for a week. Yeah. Neither of those got posted because. Oh. I'm just you know I'm living my life, people. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't and, know. You know. Uh, this, so is, this is gonna be. This, we're gonna have three in the can. Yes. This is the season so where nice. you take what you was it you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. That's right. That's, um, even that's though I've always said that every season. This season three. is real true. So we're, we're actually treating you like a three. Year old. We might do a three in a week. <laughs> they may thing. come out of sequence. Right. Yeah. An we embarrassment of riches. Names. Yes. But so nobody I, knows. Part of why that didn't happen is I was on a sort of working vacation because I did get up and work every day to the West Coast. We're we are in St. Louis now that we being jeff this is jeff matt and myself chris yep um uh and uh so my family member i haven't talked about if they want to be identified uh has uh, over a year like maybe going on two oh um and somebody that jeff very kindly at one point i was told uh sent a selection of fine well-being products and very thrilled um said Apologize that it took them a while to send you. Thank you, but I believe they did. Yes. So we t- we were talking about your products, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I tried uh, the CBD water. I was all scared to do it, and then yeah. I didn't. It's like the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, it yeah. really is good. I'm going to reiterate that. She went nuts about it. She said it's her jam. Oh, that's good. just a genuine. Uh, I, I will send some more endorsement. Great to uh, for this Aww. this CBD watermelon specifically the watermelon. Yeah. Uh, it's the uh, melon sugar. Grass. It's it, melon grass. Yeah, right. Watermelon. Yeah. No, no, water, it's got melon, uh, watermelon kiwi. and lemongrass, lemongrass. together. Wait, yes. lemongrass. Sorry, lemongrass. Lemon has all the same letters as melon. Yes, that's I, what's throwing me. Strange. Okay, kind of, but it's delicious. Anyway, yeah, good it's stuff. Delicious. I had yeah. some out there. Oh, good. I, I was resisting it, and then it was like yeah. all of a sudden the how, like how was your in. How was your family? Because you, you haven't spent time with mm. them. Is anyone? Was there any dysfunction? Weird. Really? I don't know. I'm just asking. Um. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, you spend time with your family, like you sure, know. yeah, I always come back. It with was some stories. Say, um, let's see. It was charged at times. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, and I probably addressed on the podcast before that certain 
old school childhood yeah. traumas I've worked through once and then I worked through them again when I had a child and she served as a proxy for things, blah, 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 in my life. And I was like, oh, how did that happen to this kid? That, that's impossible that somebody would let this or do this to this child. Right. You know, it's just because you don't do that or let that happen to kids. Right. Um, and so I worked through it again. Yeah. And it sort of came up not in regards to me, some of those things, but uh, just in general. And got, it, there were heated moments, okay. um, but uh, I think it ultimately... Uh, as any ideally sort of cathartic moment, if you, if you reasonably willing to accept it, if not in the moment, but later with some clarity of vision, I'm no one being uh, uh, obscure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we may have gotten to a place where other people in my family may pursue exploring their shit. Which, um, my, my, because gotcha. my, my interest is never... I'm not going to do anybody else's work for him. No, you sure. can't take inventory for anyone right. else. No, I'll, no, I'll no. take the shit out of somebody else's inventory. I just <laughs> but won't. I'll be like, here's the receipt. <laughs> yeah, This just... is yours. <laughs> you can pay for it if you want, or just hang on to it. That's funny. Yeah. But, but yeah, so you kind of had them mm-hmm. turn and maybe look at themselves, maybe. Yes. That's what you're saying. Oh, yeah. That's good. And so um, I think we... Yeah. I made some that's interesting tough. headway that's, for... That's a big deal. It was. It was, uh, it was intense. Yeah. You know? Look, employment tell, tell everyone what of, you got tonight at the baiting. What did I get? What did uh, you get? Oh, at? I got a sponsor tonight. Aww. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's the right reaction. No. Because, uh, but I mean, that, that was my cool. genuine good reaction. Dude. <laughs> maybe, 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 He's a good guy. He was weird. Yeah. 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 I need someone else. He's different enough than me. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I'm soaking in it all the time. I have you guys within right. arm's reach. Yep. I've got yeah. my family. And so 20 minutes doesn't go by where I don't talk to an alcoholic, you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. if I don't. If I choose to, and uh, anyway, but yeah, it's good to it have a, like it's good to have a dude that yeah. you can just—he's mm-hmm. got a role, and I there's an expectation I, what his role is, you know, against the kind of uh, I don't know prevailing wisdom of AA. I sort of pre-vetted him and scoped him out. Mm. You know, I mean, I didn't. Are you not supposed? To I've been around for a while. No, I mean, you know, they say if you find someone who wants what you have, you know, but oh, right. yeah. what I have is it's a complex beast. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I like, but he's different. He's different enough than than I am that mm-hmm. yeah um I don't know okay so and he seems to have kind of a uh it's not his first time which I appreciate yeah and he doesn't he's not one of those people it's like yeah man it's the miracle happened mm-hmm. 30 years later you know I don't want to talk that guy yeah has nothing to teach me yeah yeah you know it's the guy who's like yeah. oh yeah I'm I'm a liar and uh, yeah, yeah. I have this thing in my head that says, do you know who I am? And uh, yeah, which is same. in antithetical opposition to the fact that mm-hmm. I b- believe myself to be a piece of shit. Right. It's just yeah. all of that stuff is there. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I like, I like a good narcissistic piece yeah. of shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the best. It really is. Yeah. It really, it's just a enigma wrapped yeah. in a riddle. No, uh, I mean, I think source Three of us, yeah. we are one, right? It's right there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right there. Yeah. I mean, and I'll talk about taking inventory. That I can speak. Set your sources. But um, yeah, there's strife. There's some strife and uh, a little bit. It's one of the, I'm in a situation right now where it's a little bit difficult to see how it moves forward yeah. in a way that doesn't cause any further damage. Yeah. Um, and uh, it does. It feels yeah. intractable. When you yeah. describe it to me, you're like, his situation mm, yeah, feels it's a like intractable. it's a little excuse me yeah. oh my God. So, and, and, I and all the advice you get is like give it two weeks no uh, that's don't not do anything let it happen no, what do you get that's not the advice <laughs> I get at all but i have a different history than most people that's funny i get very severe advice you know um like 
cut the cord and mm. now abort abort <laughs> you know yeah. because uh i don't know i yeah. have a little bit of a fraught history uh in terms of my taste uh really? not yeah. taste i just i don't know i'm quick to trust mm. and therefore uh i don't know i think this time around i i in terms of a relationship pursuing a relationship i sort of inverted that a little bit and mm-hmm was a little bit more withholding and unknowable and kind of how I am in work a little more. I yep. don't know. It's hard to explain, but, and I slow played everything. Right. Yeah. So it was like, when I, you know, you, you, you won't meet my children for a long time. And it's just trying to put all these safety measures in place. And then, uh, as I've talked about on the podcast, fate intervenes, yep. everybody's in the same house yep. and you know, there's, there was some conflict. So, yeah, but Hey, I, <clears throat> like I said, I, I don't even think talking about it in mm-hmm. this forum is really, you, you guys don't talk to me all the time. Yeah. You know, you got to right. talk to me all the time. Yeah. All the time but I get it. Um, That's eh, it's just a little bit hot. Raw. Yeah. A little hot. Fair to, enough. To, I like the fact that, and one of the reasons I like certain right. podcasts is because people, you're kind of delegating real life situations right. or navigating them with the, it, with the people on the pod. I yeah. get it. Like that's, cool. Right. You know, and I like the fact that like you guys have a ton of time right. and I don't and, we're navigating that right. sort of stuff. But right now the, the thing that prevents me from like really dissecting and unpacking is I don't have any solution. Oh yeah. And oh. I, I, I can relate. I mean, just to mm-hmm. tag out of that, cause yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I, uh, one, one to give you a breather. But yeah, bro. <laughs> um, thank you. To, you know, I, I can totally recognize and respect that i mean you know for a number of years actually literally until this year until whatever this is the sixth time we've been doing it outside of uh the home i was doing it in yeah. that i shared with um You're the mother of my daughter yeah um, right. for all those years yeah um and there was an element to that relationship you know that i, I didn't discuss on the podcast for years because it felt disrespectful too close to it didn't have solution quite yeah. frankly to yeah. what was next yeah um or or how to i don't know solve sounds like the wrong word but yeah. what what what, what needed to ha- proceed there yeah, you go how to move it. forward yes. like it's not even right. when i say solution i right. it's, how it's to, not that what this next step yeah. was yeah um, like the future is going to come to you right how are we and so how are we doing it to, and for a long yeah. time that relationship was, was each we're letting it just happen. Um, And what's, uh, you know, I think I've, I may not have mentioned on the podcast before, but uh, so for the past, I don't know, three weeks, three weeks, um, three weeks. I I know it's crazy, but I've, I've been seeing someone, the, the sort of final difficult element to that in terms of, Communicating this, communicating back. it yeah. uh, to others, yeah. um, was uh, communicating that to my daughter's Ex. mother, yeah. which mm-hmm. I did today. Oh, um, which wow. is something that she accepted was very graciously, yeah, um, very, uh, yeah, just with, with a tremendous amount of grace that I really appreciated. She didn't have to, um, and uh, that's that's, and huge. it was I, I you know. Uh, and what it's was probably, your expectation going into that? I know well, you had a lot look, of fear. I think it's probably been established or if not um, sort of discernible by the clues I've dropped over the, the years. Yeah. I'm kind of a little bitch. <laughs> um, so I was, I, re- I, I was, that. Um, I, that. I was, uh, <laughs> I was, um, 
I was scared. Yeah. You know, I know. <laughs> like well, we I talked was. about this as only a little right. bitch. And, can you know, be. For, <laughs> and, and, you know, for a number of Whimpering. reasons, one, because, uh, you know, whatever conflict avoidance is, there's an sure. element of that, that just, it's, you know, it's, it's not fun. Sure. Uh, and it's uh, a big boy thing to do to yeah. approach it head on. Um, and I think it's fair to say that, uh, you know, oftentimes, people in our situation uh, have arrested development. So we're not always the biggest boys we need to be when we need to be. Yeah. Uh, and, um, True. but, uh, you know, it was something that this person, again, the mother of my daughter, for lack of a better term at this point. Um, but it's not, it's absolutely not a, a, a I'm saying that, not saying that in any pejorative or negative sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you're you doing know, great, Chris. Well. You're, anyway. you're doing great. That's good. Because so I remember we were in the parking lot right. discussing... Tremendous relief. Yes. And we were. Right. And we were discussing like tactics on doing this because it's a tough conversation. Yes. It is a tough and I was like... And we were like, just game playing things that could, you know, whatever. And Not I, in some weird crafty way. No, no, no. Come just on, no, 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 no. Don't blow up my spot. <laughs> It wasn't a full rehearsal. And then you were going to no, fake no. your death, Chris. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get plastic really? surgery. Hey, bleach. this is what happened. Bleach yeah. your skin. She was. <laughs> it's totally. Uh, no, but it was, right. you know, we were just right. chatting. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt. It's hard. I, yeah, I was yeah. right there with you. Like. This yeah. is a tough conversation to have, and you want to make sure you get the words right and well, whatever. And so I assume you just sat down and, and had it, right. right? You just... Well, yes. To, just effectively, yes. Yes. Um, but that's you great. rang the doorbell <laughs> and <laughs> ran. Left and threw a note at the door. <laughs> Bye. Um, <laughs> call me. Call me. <laughs> but, it's Chris. Yeah, right. As he drove away. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but the other thing I think that is common... What was I going to say? Uh it was about a commonality to our kind. If, if I were uh, betting on classy, that she would take it classy, I would have bet on oh, that yeah, she would take yeah, it classy. Sure. So, sure. But, um, but, but, uh, but I understand the unknown element. Of, I mean, any, yeah. you, you, you just, oh, you know, here, like. Here's what it is, too. I think when we're in the throes of what we're doing, yeah. we often DGAF about collateral damage, right? right. We just, we, we explode. We don't care who's in the blast yeah. radius. Yep. You're getting some, right? Mm -hmm. You're a piece of shrapnel in your eye. We don't care, yeah. you know, um, Woo. but you know, if you do have the clarity of sort of sobriety and you've mm -hmm. done the, some recovery work and you realize you don't really like hurting people, yeah. Yeah. you want to make sure that everybody's as well taken care of when you drop a bomb yep. uh, as you can. Yep. Um, so, you know, and that, that, that's a bit more nerve wracking to try to diffuse mm -hmm. something carefully and you don't want to cut the red wire and you should cut the blue wire kind yep. of thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and was she, was she um, also... Thinking about dating other people? I, mean, well, I don't know. I didn't see. I, just, I was just, just, just yeah, got to no. get one thing but, okay. done. But here's one my other question. Done. Can we now talk about the new girl? Well, yeah, kind of. But I mean, this this isn't a dating show, so not no, really. No, it's not. But it's, uh, let's just say I'll that Matt and I are, are excited that you've been excited. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate that. We are. We are. Um, and and I, I do appreciate that. Yeah. And it seems like things are going well. They are going well. Okay. We'll, just, we'll that. leave it at that. We'll, we'll, we'll move on. The point of yeah. this is... The point of this is right now is we are sort of we are talking about relationships. We are talking about the challenges of beginnings, endings, yep. caring about yes. others, but also a big part of it was, you know, um, and this is actually part of what I went through at home with my family is uh, there was this dynamic where uh, there, there was somehow this perception by this one person. I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm not going to name, name yeah. names or, or identify people. It was, but that theirs was the only valid hurt 
and theirs was the only valid trauma oh, in the relationship. Yeah. They always got to be the most traumatized, most sensitive, most hurt person in the room, yeah. even if they weren't. And that's really or, an illness. And, and so yeah, there was no wow. room to say, yeah, but I've also been hurt. Yeah, I've yeah. also, you have to just defer and go, yes, you are, you have been hurt. I yeah. recognize that, but there was no, uh, what's the word, reciprocity? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Looking to our producer for huh. confirmation. <laughs> the judges will accept it. Okay, reciprocity. Um, um, and did you mention that or no? Did, did that person know this? Like, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Um, because I'm like, I was just like, wait a minute, this is the dynamic every time. And that sort of hit me as a moment of clarity. It's like, wait a minute, that's how I've even been conditioned to approach yeah, this dynamic right. is like mine doesn't, isn't, it doesn't come up. Yeah. Or it's just totally normal. Or and it's I'm, almost and like apologized for. Exactly. Like, listen, I'm sorry to bother you with my pain. I know you have the real pain. Well, and exactly. That's exactly it. And also the notion that if you bring something up, I'm sorry, I am sorry for being obscure about it, mm-hmm. but it's this idea that in a dynamic where you're looking for some affirmation or at least confirmation or whatever, recognition mm-hmm. of your trauma or pain or hurt or whatever, or even just sorrow or sadness, whatever it is. But what it triggers, which I hate that word now, mm-hmm. in the other person is their own fragility and sadness. And they, they don't rec- And so then the, the, the dynamic has to flip where then you're back being the person saying, oh, no, no, it's okay. Yeah, you don't yeah, need to right, right. take yeah. any responsibility for any of this. You're sorry that I upset you, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, anyway. that's tough. Does that make sense? Sorry, yeah, that's so obscure, sense. but I'm just trying to protect identities. Yeah, no, I get good. it, I get it, yeah. I get it. Okay. All right. Uh, I wanted to, just quickly to go back to the difficult conversation that you had yeah. that went well, when I was the recipient of that conversation, when I got a divorce, you know, whatever, yeah. 11 years ago, something like that, uh, I was drinking and it did not go well. Yes. Mm. Like did she did she tell you she this? told me okay. on the phone yeah yeah ah. yeah because I called you already her knew it, right no I called her oh. drunk and you know was blathering about something and she she tersely and reflexively was like mm. well that's not gonna happen I'm seeing someone mm. and I was ah, yeah. caterwauling just blubbering mm. <laughs> mess you know yeah. just all self pity mm-hmm. I didn't want to be married no. to her me how could you do exactly. this to me exactly. and uh yeah that's tough. took it absolutely to the depths of you know all that narcissism and yeah. mm-hmm. solipsism and self-pity and all that good shit um so i'm really glad yeah. that mm. you guys are both yeah. evolved adults you know yeah. um it, it, it was that was always going to be tough any yeah. divorce any breakup the yeah. next person either one season mm. when you find out that right. the other person it's just that's a tough thing yeah. that's mm. a human thing that everyone's going to go through yep. once or twice in their yeah. life and it's always not going to feel good and it just is mm-hmm. what, how many but i think the best way to do it is that you did it mm-hmm. right how that's many good. like camaro rock songs have been written about yeah. Ex- you know, mm-hmm. seeing 72. your girl out with that yeah. dude or seeing your dude out with the girl. Who well, I was just out, out in the lobby okay, or waiting to go on going. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, I, I was, thought Axl Rose going, was yeah. here for a brief moment. That's yeah. funny. Uh, I was ready to like go jam on stage with whoever's in there singing. That's why. Oh, I know. Do we you, do mind have if I, you mind if I jam with you? Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't play any instruments, but. I can whistle like Let's do oh. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> whistle like So I, this is my second podcast this week. Because I told oh. you, I did Dude, my first me. podcast with Laura Silverman what? and Danny Frank 
Koffer, who started Sipple.co. I don't know his last yeah. name. Many okay. of you may recognize that first name from our first and second seasons. That's yes. right. Yes. Frequent um, yes. guest collaborator. AKA yep. the Zero uh, Babe or something. Yeah, she has she's she's had the sobriety collective. We kind of went through that. Right, the sobriety collective. The zero I did the nation. logo for it. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. can I can I just tell you? Well, I, don't, she probably I don't think has a she would of that she logo. would care if I said that she definitely had a crush on you. <laughs> well, see, I don't think she would care then if I said to Matt, she definitely had a crush on you. And like Matt, Matt would not care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, man. Right, so I think it's I whatever. told her that we yeah. all had a crush on her, too, yeah. at one point. Yeah. So but Jeff, not in a weird way. Jeff no, not in a weird way. Everyone was just, come on. It was like, yeah. Laura, we do Bizarre. love her. Laura is exactly. a force of totally. one recovery. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just a superstar recovery. Yeah. We talked on yeah. the last episode about, you know, in a little bit different context, but she was at that party we went to um and we talked about yeah, that yeah and at the argonaut she was the at yeah. the argonaut she's the one who organized the upstairs karaoke she was right. the one saying let's go get fucking tattoos she oh, was yeah, the one yeah, who's like right. we're going out we're staying out all night yes. like this was she's a go it was intense and mm-hmm. it was great yeah. and it was cool you know i mean yeah we all had some time under yeah. our belts but it's always nice to be like yeah, yeah. let's be dumb so she said hey say hi the one you did, uh, that th- nice. that's the new one where it's like music or you picked a, a yeah, song. Yeah, this was great. Or, it was, uh, they, yeah. they basically were interviewing a lot of the founders of the non-alcoholic beverage movement, right. which is great. So there's a place right. for that. But then the half huh. of the podcast is let's all share a playlist that reminds us of well-being and or mm. something. So that was fun too, to go through songs. Oh, and so that. playlists, mm-hmm. like if it was yeah. someone else, it would be a different thing. And when they, play, when they release, well-being. yeah, when they release the episode, it'll be all three of our playlists, just songs that, mm. that meant well-being. So that was cool. So mm. yeah, I got a bunch of songs and told a bunch of stories. But I will say this was, and this is crazy, and this 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 goes into my new feature for this podcast, Resentment of the Week. So, okay, I'm just going to say bum, bum, bum. Resentment bum, of the Week. We were talking about oh. mushrooms, acid, Word. and ecstasy Word. as medicine. And we started mm. talking about it. And then that Netflix show, I don't know if you guys have seen the Michael Pollan Netflix show called How to Change Your Mind. And it's literally dropped, I don't know, a week ago. But it's in the conversation mm. now because fucking Michael Pollan went right. and actually did it all and did a show. And mm. well, we've been talking about this. Microdosing. As, as therapy <laughs> for your. But they, the show's awesome because they have people with all these problems. Then they give them microdoses. And then they have, sure. don't have these problems have these anymore problems. like right. that. And the whole thing is this. this. I don't need my mind changed. You don't? By Mr. Pollan, no. no. But anyway. It but was, I think that's. It's really oh, sure, that sure, there's sure. a little more information. Right, right. It, there is a lot more information, but it, as I'm watching it, I'm I'm thinking. My first thought is, I want to go get some more. I want to need to go get a lot of these hallucinogens and do them again. So it got me excited about doing hallucinogens again because I remember how much fun they are. Because everyone, the whole show's about basically like, God, these are really fun and they're really powerful. Mm. So I was like, Oh man, and I'm not. I didn't. Right, but I'm no. just saying. Well, I'm you not shouldn't I didn't either. But it's it's. But it's I got you if you want to. No recently. <laughs> I'm holding. But but <laughs> what, I, what <laughs> I'm saying is, but if you want to, let's go. Everyone's going to start <laughs> doing it our age. Who's never done it? Yeah. Been, like my wife. My wife, who uh, is the person who's the least notorious, ever wanted to do anything. The least she's druggy like, person serious, I know. Totally. And she's sitting there like, I think I want to do this. Well, oh, yeah, that's the power I, of Michael Pollan. I could right. hear, he's a sexy I could hear your wife. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> I don't even know who he is. I'm picturing yeah. Michael you know Chuck. He didn't he, he's written like a number of books on different books. food things yep. like and how they help. Help your health and your mind. Oh, like, yeah. like, like omnivore. Yes. Is he read the omnivore's yes. dilemma? Yeah, yeah. Omnivore's yeah. dilemma. Wow. Um, and uh, but and what's the other one? Yeah, he comes. He goes and does these right. things and right. just anyway. It's he a, spurlocks it. Very nicely mm. done shows that if you haven't seen them, 
and are curious about yeah. the whole movement. But it is, it's happening. Uh, it's all these drugs are going to be used in therapy. The FDA is just about to approve MDMA as a thera therapeutic tool for PTSD, depression, all Q, kinds of things. Happy Mondays, and and they go back what? and they go back to the whole history oh, of ecstasy, dangerous. and it's like 1988. And yeah. I remember Madchester. I have a good Mind ecstasy story. Stuff. They, they were selling ecstasy in 1988 in Boulder, Colorado for $9. They were selling it in Lawrence, Kansas for $25. So we thought we'd go to Boulder, buy a bunch of ecstasy, and then we'd come back and resell it and make mm. money. Business majors. Business, bitches. right. We're thinking. Right. We actually did that, and we drove back and then did all the ecstasy. Of course. Oh. Of course. That's, uh, that, that's the story you, of my business. You can't career. afford there not to at that point. <laughs> Just like it says on right. Jeff's company's website. <laughs> I cut my teeth in business trying to deal ecstasy. And no, failing. I did the same thing. Like some free beer, please yeah. have it. I did some of that stone college math when I, I bought a sheet of acid <laughs> sure. my sophomore year, and I'm like, guys, we're gonna trip free all semester. And then 72 hours later, you're like, well, I either pissed myself or we went swimming. So my roommate and I, my freshman year, started with the gateway drug, yeah. alcohol, yeah. beer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We got a mini fridge. We filled it with beer. Had a bunch of went and bought a bunch of cases that were kept beside it warm. How ready were you getting your beer? At and that we were, time? I, uh, he had a fake ID. Okay, tight. And we were going to then sell beers out of our fridge. We just drank them all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you cannot hold your. I mean, it's, you have to really be. You have to decide whether you're a drug doer or a drug dealer. I agree. It's really hard. To, and you never, to, never the get high twain on your shall meet. Yeah. 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 I did not um, know that rule. Yeah. Uh, no, um, no, yeah, no. No, it's like I just wasn't cut out for that life. It's I was funny. cut out for this. Life. But yeah, uh, just to have it all now, this in, in 2022, mm. that whole journey that that drug right. has taken to where it's like, oh, now it's they tell us. I know. Uh, exactly. Now we could have just gone into therapy. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. You can order, you know, yeah, it's <laughs> microdosing. I, yeah. I, yeah, could go. We could we could do a whole episode I right know. now. There's so yeah, much. I thought that was interesting. There's so much there. But anyway, uh, Danny, who doesn't drink and started this non-alcoholic bottle shop, is I don't. Excuse there's me. there has there's going to be a new term. Like, is Cali sober mm. for people who smoke marijuana right. and don't drink? Mm. But I don't know what that term is for people mm. who do high psychedelics and don't drink. I don't even know. See, I think. Or and the, here, this is probably a medicine, totally inappropriate joke. Yeah. But the per, uh, it was what it was. Um, I said something effective. So what about someone who does Coke but doesn't drink? Mm. And my friend goes, oh, those are gay people. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's gay. And okay, right. of course, made it funny. Right. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, I, yeah but I digress. Um, yes. I think classifying it, I think the drug classification will change. Right. Yes. You know, I think that the, the yeah. stigma, it's going to be a, a but, lower hurdle because the therapeutic evidence is... It's just in greater, mm. there's so much more of it. They, they, we That's don't have this kind saying. of stuff. Yeah. THC doesn't have, mm. can't no. we rewire your brain and mitigate no. depression. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. all it can do is make and, and end of life easier. The, or, way, the way the drugs work is they do it the way a spiritual experience works. It gives you the kind of experience where you can okay, walk back into your fear, walk back into mm -hmm. these moments that have shattered you, and... What if and your fears of being super fucked up on ecstasy? See, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> I literally the other day was thinking about 
uh, like funny. yesterday. Yeah. I was thinking about this time where I did so many hits of X and yeah. I just would not stop essentially. Mm-hmm. And Forever. I was just a puddle in a booth surrounded <laughs> by my friends, just literally lost the ability to speak. Yeah. Could not, I know I couldn't make any sense. I was just speaking in tongues yeah. and they're just sitting there babysitting me while I'm just this puddle flowing That's out of this fear. booth. Yeah, I don't, I and don't so, know if you'd you know, be it's right like, for the therapeutic Let's go back to the time when <laughs> well, you did more ecstasy than this. <laughs> well, but, I, I remember... What's, were we recording yet yeah. when I was gonna I started the whole microdose thing and was kind of and then was like, Yeah, I don't think micro is part of my vocabulary. Right, right. I can't do it. Yeah. That's uh, and maybe it's just I'm mm-hmm. but as an addict who mm-hmm. uh tried mm-hmm. kind of in that I procured yeah. mushrooms yeah. and I went through titration and I consulted sources and then mm. I oh. just took a bunch of mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. It I, I just yeah, I don't have the self control. Yeah, no, frankly. I hear you. I hear and that's just, and that because that, that, I don't know, part of my lizard brain or whatever mm-hmm. is still like do it all yep. is still very much in evidence, you know? But, but do you think that would change if you're going to a hundred percent my doctor's office yeah, and you're, you like you're sit, bed, whatever. There's two and therapists. Absolutely. Whoa, what's going on here? They this take, is getting, they take uh, the trip. Hold with on. You. Hold on. You, here's Wait. the strange part. <laughs> you're <laughs> one therapist. You're, you're the right. other. You're right. tripping right now. Right. right. It's crazy. But the, yeah, the, it's a totally controlled trip. It's not yeah. like we think it's about like, like you go in, it happens and you leave. Yeah. That's it. Right. Not the DIY. Right. Do it yourself. Mental health. Dr. Matt. kit. Dr. Matt in the brain lab. Yeah, no. yeah, I'm. I am not a scientist. But when you did these things, mm-hmm. I distinctly remember having those moments where I felt connected to everyone. Mm-hmm. Right, I felt in love with everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. You did complete euphoria of it all. Mm-hmm. The the moment where you understand something at right. a base level of the universe that you don't before. I remember feeling that's like mushrooms. Right? Yeah, mushrooms. Acid. Feeling something. Yes, 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 yes. Acid. Yes. Um, less with ecstasy. Do I get like I way just, less with X for me? I mean. Sometimes with acid, acid, anyway, yeah. whatever. But, but that's the, I think that was the whole point. That's right. what the therapy, that's what the drugs allow the therapy to start as a starting point. So if you start there with your guard and fear and all of that completely gone away, mm. just washes away, mm. you're able to go back and look at these moments. So that was the powerful story of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's not that you did, you tripped and you had a great time and all of a sudden you, have, right, you right. changed, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like these drugs there. allowed you to do, to get to a, mm. uh, some therapeutic work in in this thing that was blocking your life mm. and so anyway that was interesting i thought that was kind it of is interesting it and, is. and i wonder now that you know we're sober and if you were dealing with depression or dealing with ptsd or, or mm. whatever and in you go to therapy you're prescribed these things this stuff happens you go into a meeting and tell the story of hey guess what happened you know would we as sober people look at that person and say you relapsed or would we say nope, no because Depends it's on been the sober person. Prescribed to you, and you yeah. did this yeah. thing, yeah. and that's yeah. what happened. I think it depends on the person because, I mean, clearly, <clears throat> you know that within the dynamic of the groups you yep. both frequent, yep. there there are subgroups of that that would just be like, "This is bullshit. You know, that's True. no good. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not sober. You're yeah. a piece of shit True. still." Um, but even for myself, I think part of it would be like like envy. Yeah. Like there's a be yeah. like this little tiny bit of resentment back there. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to take time. I would have to get past that because it does excite me, the notion, because you know, I live in fear of like another deep depression like I had, yeah. whatever, 10 years ago. Yeah. And if it could be mitigated by a microdose of yeah. 
something yep. and some, you know, whatever. Could stop that. Oh, yeah. anything. anything. Yeah. yeah, really. I, I mean, mean give me a yeah, break. exactly. I would be I'm like still, thrilled. But, but even though I'm not act, like actively in deep depression or no. actively but coping on, with anxiety, I'm antidepressant. So yeah. you guys yes. Oh, take absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So absolutely. That, Religiously. That was, yes. Yeah. And like, that was another thing that these freakishly. These yeah. people had like, gone through the therapy. I don't have them. Didn't like, have to yeah. do the antidepressants. Sorry, we're, we're, we're bonding over here. Yeah, yeah. but we I have antidepressants. <laughs> like I'll go to the bus station and I'll just turn tricks. To <laughs> no, I, no, I Paxil, like, Paxil, you Paxil, Paxil, what? Yeah, right. But you got you got Pristique. the Zol, is it yeah. Zoloft name brand? Right. You got that? Okay, <laughs> Sertraline. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. Was it, you going to say something? Awesome. Just Desvenlafaxine. That's the generic <laughs> name of my my shit. Shit's tight. He just wanted to yeah. spit some. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I was just going to shift it up. Uncut. Jeff, Jeff yes. and I were going for our nature walk on Saturday morning, yeah. and I think we stumbled on a reality TV show idea that nice. is that is. I think legit. the universe yeah. needs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is starved for it, yeah. and I think only we can, can produce bring it this to light. Thing. Yeah, yes. and it is. It's time for undercover rehab. Oh, Such right. a simple concept, and yeah. we've kind of talked about it before. I would mention it at the end or something, possibly. Yeah. So. Oh, totally. But the more we talked about it, yeah. we're just right. like all of this. I mean, obviously, we've crested the wave of like bar rescue and mm-hmm. restaurant. You know, we're gonna right. get your shitty restaurant in shape, and we've been through celebrity rehab, and we've been yep. through Doctor Drew, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's a decade ago. You know, yes. yes. But now, and there's a lot of rehabs. Oh, and they're big business. Also, big fuck Doctor Drew. You heard it here first. Uh-oh. No. Yeah, I second okay. that emotion. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Drew Pinsky is... Yeah, fuck Drew Pinsky. Yeah, he's okay. no good. Um, anyway, yeah. you know, I mean, all you would need to do really is... So we go it would to have rehab. to be the thing that oh, I we think go one of the sticking right? Somebody goes to rehab. Somebody well, goes to rehab. Let's three, can, can three of us go and just like play different characters? We all kind of go in... I don't know. This is the story junkie. of three buddies who <laughs> right. went to rehab. Exactly. Right. And then Jeff. we we, <laughs> we basically <laughs> go Jeff, through rehab. Jeff, why are you British? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd be a little cockney oh, drunk. Man. I'm British, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, ain't it? <laughs> What's all this 12 sip fucking shit for? Fuck off. You saw Arthur. Yeah, like, that's wait. right. No, but, you know, I mean, in order, the thing is, so these bars and rest, whenever yeah. there's a undercover operation, they have the complicity of the place that they're yes, yes. going undercover. Like, mm-hmm. you would need, in order to make this really effective, nobody cares about if the other people in the rehab are doing drugs on the side, or maybe they do. Yeah. But, We've been enough of these scenarios where yeah. even like halfway house level, mm, we yeah. were talking about it tonight. Jeff and I were at this yeah. meeting in the Salvation Army mm. and we're riding up in the elevator with our, the guy who picked us up at the front desk with his lanyard, you know, who mm. ostensibly works there. And, he, and it's quiet the way mm. elevators are and awkward. And he's like, I used today, just so you guys know, I'm on heroin. Nice. And yeah. And I mean, we not, were like, but you know. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I, both of us were like, hey, duly noted. Come to this meeting. This is a, uh, AA, so what, you know, or not. But uh, yeah. So, and you know, and I've been, I was, I've been at rehab clinics where there have been huge scandals. The one I was uh, sober living by the sea while I was there yeah. had uh, someone sleeping, uh, one of the most esteemed counselors sleeping with uh, one of the you know patients who Ooh. also had a prostitute. It was all sorts of sordid stuff that it's mm. just like you cannot make up. Mm. Um, wow. And a lot of money was exchanging hands. And I'm just like, how do you crack that code? Yeah. How do you crack? Yeah. You go under code. You, you go undercover. deep yeah. cover. Yeah. So we get the complicity of the people who run it, and we go in and and see how it goes. And well, like, complicity. Yeah. So like, yeah. let's say you're doing, uh, you know, 
whatever Johnson Farms, yep. and you you have to talk to a doctor and Mrs. Johnson or Mrs. or uh, she's the doctor in this yeah. scenario. He's yeah. definitely he's not. the DJ. He's the reason that she started the clinic because he's such a fuck up. Anyway, you got to talk to the Johnsons. You got to get their heads nodding, yeah. and uh, because obviously they'd want to know. Yeah. The uh, efficacy yeah. mm. of their treatment, their staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What's going on here? Does this thing work? I love it. And then we make suggestions. Mm. And we just go on <laughs> we like, make so suggestions. So it's sort of like, uh, kind of seen, how you can do this um, better. What is it? The one that's like 60 days in or 60? Oh, in jail. Right. It's like yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah, Right, yeah. right. Okay, totally. so it's, it's I like, have not seen okay, that. got that? it. Oh, it's so fucking I've trippy. only seen it once, but oh, I, I was so in, dude. season and a half of it. It's like, it's normies go to prison. Oh. And they get locked in and you wow. have to like tap out with code words and shit. And you get in some real shit. It looks, I mean, it's, you're in nobody prison. in the joint knows that they're not really right. Oh. With, you're in real yeah. prison with real prisoners. Wow. So, and I mean, any wow. of the three of us could talk about drugs or alcohol. Yeah. With mm-hmm. anyone. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. somebody who's okay. freshly I mean, sober. I mean, yeah. that's a legit idea. That's a legit idea. I mean, because if you're throwing people justice. into prison, they could certainly throw us into rehab. rehab. Yeah. And, and I've always been a little disappointed that I didn't get to go to rehab. Yeah, me too. Well, we can do it like summer camp. So <laughs> what we're going to need, though, is <laughs> fake weed, fake blow, fake math, <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. fake horse, whatever, because mm-hmm. we're going to have to act like we're there. Fake O.D. Yeah. yeah. While we're, gonna we're there, we're going to have to be like... Hey man, Chris, I got to hit my morning meth, you know, and just see if anybody else. No, none of you guys. All right, whatever. All right, didn't work. No. Okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in. All right. That's All right, good. I'll write a treatment. All right. We'll take it from there. And we'll go pitch it. Yeah, we'll All go right. pitch it. It's worth a pitch. I'm not, I'm not right. kidding. And me either, I don't yeah. think, after hearing that. Yeah. It's very like, similar. I think you sold it in the room. Well, it's very similar to, I don't know if you guys remember a few years ago, I was writing a fictionalized right. account of yes. a rehab called Habit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I had written uh, I'd written an initial treatment and maybe like a pilot type right. thing, but it fell apart pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. It's way more compelling when it's real. Yeah, you was know what it, I mean? Yeah, and, but yours was a, a little bit of a comedy. It was a dark comedy. Yeah, yeah, dark comedy. Yeah, which I'm surprised there's not. Be. We need a trailer for that, didn't yeah. we? Close to it. I don't know. <clears throat> we were into it for audio a while. trailer for the podcast. Yeah, I think we may have done a oh. table read of a Somebody. scene. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that up? I don't know. No, I think there's somewhere. Yeah, I think yeah. there is with like SFX and stuff. No way. I, that's sure a I'm, good scripted show. I, I, have we seen that I show? Does I that like show the non- unscripted. Yeah, I think it's better unscripted. Yeah. So I mean, the, the crux of the show was that it was it was almost like um, in the way that uh, The Shield or The Wire mm. enamored you to these corrupt cops. The protagonists were the, the counselors at this drug rehab mm. clinic who were in and of themselves struggling with different things. Sure. Like Which one, is one of them was absolutely not sober. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was kind of the rakish mm-hmm. you know lead but uh anyway okay. so yeah you yeah. get in there what don't pay attention to my top cap my top hat gentlemen <laughs> your big camera rig on your head you know in can in glasses cameras have oh, come yeah. a long way That's they fun. have is that how they're doing the prison show like how are they shooting no the show? they they had a bunch of hidden cameras or and or they had reason for, like the standard reason, cameras yeah. that are there anyway yeah. and you know just i think a variety of cameras yeah i guess yeah. it See, I, I, could, I could hear we've been pitch adjacent before right and i could yeah. easily hear a producer being like differences those prisoners don't have rights yeah. Oh, good. Well, the patients at a rehabilitation uh, clinic were paying forty five. Blur faces. That's easy. Yeah, yeah. Blur faces done. Yeah. Nicknames: Rickety Joe, right. Rail Yard Jimmy. There's two right, <laughs> right. there. <laughs> Actually, those are real people. <laughs> those are real hobos. <laughs> We'd have Every to change rehab. their names to protect them. <laughs> oh, sorry, Rickety Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, our bad. You concerted. Hick- 
Um, Ouch. So, Homo justice. Uh, I think. Okay, I like that. It, it's doable. Um, okay, I have, a, I have another fascinating thing that came out of the meeting today. Yeah, sure. Okay. That, this was there was an interesting one. There was, was a lot of new d- new blood. And this isn't. I guess this is new, but it just sort of hit me. Like, okay, if if you go out and you're sober and you can't your car breaks down, you can't get a ride home. Mm. You automatically think like, oh, I'll call someone, get an Uber. It's literally no big deal. Yep. Right? Tonight, we go around the room, and every motherfucker crashed a car, got a DUI. Mm. And I'm like, when you go out and drink, for some reason, alcohol, I know, we all know it affects your judgment, but for some reason, you think you can drive beyond any reasonable explanation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even though... you got it like sober people with just no problem get another ride home. Oh my but god, when you fucking drink because every including me, mm. I mean, I've crashed two cars, everybody's got DUIs. Mm-hmm. And cars. Half the guys in there are, are from a car wreck, right? Yeah, that was right. the inciting incident, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing that happens to mm-hmm. you. That, that was, was the like, spider bite in their Genesis story. Yeah, three, yeah, I got in a car wreck, and that's why I'm here. Mm. And I'm just, I'm like, I just I'm like. Why does alcohol, I know it does it, but for some reason, I remember this thinking I can drive. I, I'm a, the more I drink, the better I drive. I think you can do any. I mean, you, the more, yeah, overall, yeah, or you overestimate everything you can <laughs> well, do. I guess that's true. Yeah. The, the whole consequence so doesn't feel tangible. And, you know, the last time I drank, April 3rd of this year, yeah. they were trying to take my car keys away from me. Yeah. And, and I like, was that. saying mm. absolutely unfiltered mm-hmm. straight from the depths of my id. Yeah. Just shit you should never say to other human beings. Mm. And I was incorrigible, you know? Yeah. And all the things, you guys know me. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. somebody You're tonight... You're incorrigible normally. Thanks, yeah. bro. <laughs> somebody tonight said, he's like, you know, I've been sober for blah, blah, and I haven't dealt with the police once in, like, however many years. Yeah. And I'm thinking, right. like, that is one key differentiator that I think applies. Yeah. You just don't... That's a big no. one. Do you still get nervous if you see a cop behind you in your rear view, though? Yep. It's funny. I, I paid. Okay, so yeah. I bought a car, and they give you those fake plates, right? You are personal. And I, when I got order. my fake plates, I had noticed how many people around me had fake plates that were expired, mm. like months expired. In this Years like, now. They really don't enforce it. And so I'm like, they're, they just aren't enforcing this. Right. So I wonder if I could get away with how long I, you know, apparently no one gives a shit if you pay your taxes. And then I read, like, if you don't pay them, the maximum fine you can get is $200. Yeah. So... That's all it's going to cost you is $200 plus. And at mm. some point, I right. assume you're going to have to pay your personal property tax when you need right. something. At some point, you're going to have to pay this. Exactly. But I I have, I have, said to myself, I do not want to ever fear a police officer no. behind yep. me again. I don't want that feeling. Excuse me. Because it was the worst feeling in the world. And when I drank <laughs> all the time, and you see a cop and you just hit like panic. Mm-hmm. And I, so anyway, I went and paid my stupid taxes. Well, <laughs> and, and Jeff, I'm going to want that. Thank God you did because here's yeah. a little pro tip. When you don't do that, yeah. well, there are a few things that can happen. One thing that can happen is uh, with your temporary plates, you can get in a massive accident and your insurance hasn't carried over your new vehicle yet. And oh. they'll be like, oh, your Toyota Corolla? Yeah, it's covered. And you're like, no, the new BMW. And they're like, yeah, that's not covered. Happened to a The more you know, the rainbow just went across the screen. One to grow on. And then I don't know if you remember when I, when you, you may have been there. We When we all worked together. So I let my plates expire, right. and I got pulled over three times over a year, and didn't go to any just of those court plates just for plate yeah. expiration. Okay. My son was an infant; he's nineteen now, so this was eighteen years ago, and uh, I didn't know how the world worked. I'm not, mm-hmm. I wasn't a big boy; I didn't know if right. you don't show up for court, they issue a warrant, even mm-hmm. if it is Shrewsbury or mm-hmm. Sunset Hills, Missouri, right? Yep. So yeah, I got pulled over for having expired plates, and they had to cuff me there you go. and take me to all three different police stations to pay. 
my two hundred dollar fine. fine. Wow. Yeah, I literally got paraded Sorry. all over. No, it was it was a riot. It, it was St. Patrick's Day. In retrospect. It was St. Patrick's Day. I was wearing a tie, as I always did to work back in those yeah, days. Yeah. And the um, time O'Janter. It was I don't a time, yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> and, no, you know, I knocked him with the shillelagh. No, it was, uh, uh, the cops were all, were pretty funny. Did they take you around? Yeah, they drove me. I had to go first to the That's Richmond beautiful. Heights station, then the Brentwood station, mm. where they, I will never forget, offered me a... Uh, Capri Sun. Oh my God. The cop's like <laughs> a juice pouch. He was like, you want something to drink? We got Capri Suns. I was like, no, thank you. And then the last one I went to uh, was Sunset Hills. Mm. And I will never forget this either. They, they're they like, hey, uh, they were just acting like hard asses, mm. the cops. I'd already paid my fine and they weren't letting me go. Mm. Yeah. I'm just sitting there like, come on, I just want to mm. go. And uh, they're like, last name. What's the perp's last name? I go, that's it. That sounds pretty familiar. And uh, one of them comes out and he's like, Tell me, are uh, you by any chance related to Michael Glarner? Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, yeah, that's my cousin. He's like, all right, you ever see Michael Glarner, you tell him that Officer blah, blah, blah at station so-and-so says, he's a big pussy. <laughs> and they all start laughing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, man, we love Mike. He plays on our softball team. Oh and they're like, God. get the hell out of here. Oh, like, Jesus. They're like, I wish I made that connection before you wrote that check. And I'm like, yeah, okay, guys, whatever. But. <laughs> yeah, so I, I called. I just let you off. So I'm walking down Lindbergh, walking out of the police station, calling my cousin Michael and being like, "Hey, so you play softball with cops for fun? That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. All right, that's a good. Okay, well, sorted tales. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm glad I paid my thing. And good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the only run in I've had with the police. Yeah, uh, sober. Yeah, in my life was that. Yes, that's one of the great things, Spreddy. And I, you know, that happened all the time for me. Always got oh, fucked yeah. with cops. Always. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Just cops. Even just being in places where they were called or. or Multiple times on like Clayton Road alone. Like when I was still, just, it was just popping into mind. Just a bunch of times just on one road. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, well, I got, I've been arrested in 24 hours, three or four times. Right. There you, just, go. you know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Like you're just on a run. Like, just, like, you again. Like, yeah, man, guys. I had the cops yeah. drop me off at a bar and they knew I was underage <laughs> and then they raided the bar and arrested me again. Oh my God. They're like, like okay, we, we have know this. he's an underage guy in there. So right. we've got a pretty good bust. Right. right. So, we're gonna so bust he's a CEO, but he doesn't know he's a CEO. He's our oblivious drunken informant. Exactly. Go in there and get screwed up, 18-year-old. You're like, right away, officer. <laughs> Thanks for the ride. Yeah. So uh, you're like, we'll buy your first beer, drunkie. We'll be back in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to go get something to eat. We'll be right back. You just stay here yeah. and keep drinking. Stay here. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Jeff. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Jeff, your, your college... You really had some college I did. drunken, and Chris, mm. you had some 20s just yeah, fire. That is crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. I Those are my three notes that I had to cover this week. We got those out of the way. What do you yeah, got? I think that was it. Family. Yeah. Mm. Relationship. Mm. Just always talk about cars. Remind me, I was just talking about, because one thing, just relationship-wise, and in general. Yeah. And I, maybe that's sort of how things progressed into the family part. Like, I'm not on a, you know, if you're the concept of radical honesty, which can kind of get... Yeah. A little stupid, a little too much. Yeah. But I'm not very much on a rigorous yeah. honesty thing, sure. and very much starting this relationship with. You can be too radical, honesty. That's right. What a little saying. too radical. Yeah. Sometimes you know yeah, that can up. end up with a little more collateral damage than you want. Yeah. But and also try not to share anything that's not mine to share. But I'm just yeah. trying to begin this this relationship this very one. much with yeah, absolutely with yeah. you know um, 
rigorous honesty. Rigorous honesty yeah. is exactly it. Yeah. Um, and I'd say this person at this point knows more about me than any person living or dead. Wow. Um, and, you know, just to sort of bypass any like potential mi- landmines down the way and just mm-hmm. set it up for as much you know success as possible. That's good. Um, that is good. That is good. And so, and, and just in kind of trying to think of things, I'm like, we're, we're both this way and sort of like, okay, let me think if there's anything else, you know, almost like on a daily basis. Like, yeah. hey, how about today? Think of anything, you know, yep. kind of that kind of, vibe. not yeah, really, yeah. but yeah. And like, it was either last night or the night before I was like, well, here's something. I remember one time, uh, like two or three in the morning, I was getting on the on-ramp on 40 uh, and I sideswiped the car and drove it off the road and then sped away. I hit and run, essentially. Yeah. And I'm like, sure. anything? Is that a deal breaker? <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, my parents were killed right. in a hit and right. run right near right. there. But. but, you know, I, I sort of slowed down, made yeah. sure they were okay. They got moving again. Um, but um, <laughs> Was that in the Amigo? No, God, no. It was in this... Well, I can't. I can't identify. Okay, so I don't yeah, know what the statute of limitations is uh, on a hit and run. Probably <laughs> over, right. but I'm gonna say it's five, uh, seven. Years. That would be. But what a story that would be if yeah. you got busted now through a podcast, right? Exactly. Hit and run that happened in like right. the early nineties. Right. Well, I don't know. I mean, but no, it was not an amigo. Let's okay. just say it was um, another car. Think of the Batmobile. It was a big ass yeah. old seventies or maybe eighties, um, just huge stupid car. Yeah. As they used to make. They don't make cars like that anymore. That anyway. was the kind of thing you get when it's all you can afford yep. and it barely runs and has no AC. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and it's summer. Yeah. And also you're drunk. And yeah. it's always summer. Right. And you're always <laughs> drunk. <laughs> uh, it's always summer somewhere. That's right. <laughs> right. The endless summer of blackouts. Right. That's funny. Um, so she was good with that, though. She was like, oh, yeah. Hey, we're yeah. good. I, yeah. th- I mean, it's... I. I and this or she just asked if I if I had ever killed anybody, which was always fun to have to like have that be a question somebody's mm. willing to ask you because they think you may have. You have said, no. no, not that I know of. That's right. I'm I mean, kidding. Man, well, come on, man. I know yeah, that's kind like, of freaky. Yeah. It's like what? Um, you, I mean, I caught some bodies, but <laughs> you know, I mean, I didn't kill no. anybody. Right. Yeah. No. Did I she didn't. ask you if you have any other children by any other woman besides your? Uh, wife? Uh, no. I was just curious. Okay, good. Thank you for bringing. Is there anything else? No, I'm just wondering some Um, some things. Are you Are you worried that there won't be any mystery if you get every conversation out of the way? No, you you cannot have any more. It's different because these aren't mysteries. The things are like the things that might be. Uh, uncomfortable oh, right. but it's not like a mystery like you know so i like to wear you know whatever Someday you know which I'll you know tell you about an incident right. that happened. or you haven't seen this tattoo yet that's right. a mystery <laughs> there's plenty of mystery to be had without okay. having to worry about um it all happening in you know, remember that, oh. did i ever tell you about the time i held up a guy at gunpoint for crack you know yeah. that's not a mystery that's right. a that might be a deal breaker yeah that's right. just the thing um, you need sure. to get right. out yeah and there's nothing particularly oh, mysterious good. it's just stupid I, I remember it differently because it wasn't, you know, it ended poorly after years. But when I was my first relationship out of my divorce, I remember tr- laying everything on the yeah. table. It, 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 something's intentionally thinking, can you handle it? Right. Like, yeah. it's kind of prickly, you know? Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. but being like, all right, so we'll start with this. I don't yeah. drink. Yeah, yeah. And here's why. Mm. And here's yes. some things I've done. And here's right. some things I'm not proud of, you know? And uh, and did that, that ultimately work to your benefit? Of course. I think initially, but there's also, I think Chris is fortunate in that he's, it's a reciprocative thing. You know, I think what I ended up doing is just throwing, you know, all my luggage over or all my Mm -hmm. baggage over a wall. Right. And got nothing back. So Mm -hmm. it's over there. Okay. Uh, Cool. (laughs) 
guess take care i don't know you know so it was very different yeah yeah no i'm very fortunate in that way and um i think you know it's tapped out we're like i got nothing oh good yeah but it sounds sounds like the you you bring a lot of wisdom at at this age with both of you into this thing that you can see these things that's great that is good i mean and that's part of it too coming out of again that last relationship i was in yep i did purposefully just sort of take the time to like examine because the whole if I, i'm not i don't i don't know that anybody's recovery is perfect but yeah. the idea is even though i don't necessarily love that it's called recovery love that i say i'm in recovery like there's something about it i don't know that makes it's a little cringy for me mm-hmm. but i also try to do that sort of work and so i did say i'm going to take the time because this thing did for lack of a better term fall apart yeah that's not ideal. It certainly wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. you know what it didn't enter it in with the intention of it not totally. Uh, I don't know, hurting anybody or being hurt or any yeah. of that. So I wanted to like examine myself and yeah. and set myself up to be, you know, who I wanted to be, either alone or in a relationship again, and make sure I did yeah. some work to address all that. And one of those things was just look, this is all honesty, all nonstop, all the way honesty. Yeah. Um, so that was a, a a conclusion that you had made after. Examining yes. the last relationship that clarity too in that honesty, not just like sort of yeah, like dumping stuff, not just dumping, no. but really examining it myself, yeah, mm-hmm. things about me, mm-hmm. and being really you know purposeful in making sure I'm examining the th- things within me that are either trauma or or just you know challenge not challenges but less than maybe traditional or normal in somebody else's life because you have to you know you have to you don't have to, I suppose, but to make it less challenging to engage with other people because yeah. you feel less than, you feel damaged, you yep. feel dirty, mm-hmm. uh, you feel whatever, you yeah. know, and so that and be okay with all that. And I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's, I can a hundred percent relate to that, you know, in order for you to really take me as I am. Right. I want you to know me in as whole a way as possible. Right. Even in, you know, you know, she's going to say, that's ah, no big deal. Right. But it's enough of a big deal to you that you've held on to it right. for some reason, you know, and right. uh, that's, it sounds like a super healthy yeah. thing because trying. It's a little you know, four steppy. Yeah. It's a little yeah. just getting a lot there for somebody. Tell, tell them something. Well, and it's know. a testament to you, yeah. Chris, I think, because, yeah. you know, I will say, Definitely. I mean, I have a partner right now who's incredibly accepting like of me as I am. And yet I still, there were moments of deceit, Mm -hmm. you know, in the early going because I wasn't comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think you, God, that this all sounds so new agey and small-ish, but do you you understand what I'm saying? I do. It's like, I think that you've processed these things. You've come to terms with them. That's why you can put them out there. And, Yes, and I think part of it is also the other thing I I did make peace with, and it isn't to sound like that, like I've got it figured out, but I I realized before I did meet this person, I was prepared to, you know, quite frankly, I was prepared to be like whatever a, a yeah. bachelor for the rest of my life, just because things had gone yeah. south. Yeah, uh, and I just like you know whatever, I'm, I'm a mess. <laughs> you know, I can't be even at my best. I, I'm yeah. like not a. a awesome package or something. Um, So doing that work, but then also what I I didn't want to, because I did very much pretty quickly like this person. I also wanted to not 
have it go on any longer that would make it any harder. So I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to put it all out there. And if this is it, yeah. you know, one, two, a week into it. And that, and that is too much. Any of this is a deal breaker. Then I'd rather know right now yeah, than yeah. a month, two months, a year, five years, 10 years. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I'd yeah. rather know right now. Yeah. Um, so that you don't become emotionally invested. Yeah. yeah. And, and the other the person that you're dating also helps you bring out the best in yourself and want to do that. So I assume mm-hmm. there was something about her that was like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She, yeah. You knew that she was down for that, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. I think she that, did the same thing. That mm-hmm. That's another, like maybe uh, potentially something that our age and experience yes. affords us is the opportunity <clears throat> to compress those timelines. Absolutely. And just be like, hey, I, I'm, you know, in my situation, I'm 49. Mm-hmm. Uh, fall's coming up. It's a great season. I'm not really in the mood for a long courtship. So, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right. I think there's a part of us just right. like, hey, if this is about, I would like to start living and not be establishing. Uh, right. So, yes. you, wanna, you want to, yeah. you know, right. let's let's keep the inertia going and not like, whoa, stop while everybody right. gets to know one another. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I'm very happy for you, man. I'm Me too. Je- I am jealous. You know, uh, I appreciate that. But, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's exciting. It is. All right. Cool. Uh, cool. cool. Mm. All right. Well, tune in, you know, tune in next week. We'll have updates on that. Um, on that. Yeah. Tune, uh, tune in. Well, we'll have weeks and weeks of updates. Oh, that's maybe. right. Of, of just everything though. Yeah. Not just that. We're, We're dropping not, some episodes so we, we could go back to back to back. We could like just do a, a, a like a big, Three episodes. The way dump that this week or HBO, the way that oh, HBO, oh wait, bingeable, right? You know what I'm saying? They just drop. Everybody them. else does it. Why can't we do it? That's what I'm like, saying. Like an omnibus. Wow, get ready. No, could no, actually, this will and be you know the what? end of. Uh, this yeah. is a good weekend for because this could be 104, and there's nothing you can't go outside. Everything's on fire. Everything's on mm-hmm. fire. It's gonna be 104, not just in St. Louis, but I think everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, stay yeah. inside, stay cool, listen to three podcasts in a row.